0: Hello there, and welcome to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. The Think Wealthy Podcast is sponsored by YDLP Investments, the home of the $10,000 commercial real estate investment. Hello, and welcome back to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prell, and today we're diving into terms and ideas that you will encounter when reviewing a real estate investment. So let's dive right in. The first common term you'll encounter is something called the cash-on-cash return. What is the cash-on-cash return? Simply put, it's the amount of money you get out on an annual basis, on a yearly basis, based on what you put in. Again, real estate deals have a lot of moving pieces. There's the, the amount you pay for the building, and then there's the loan, and then there are fees, and then there are costs and expenses. And the cash on cash says, I don't care about any of that. It's the it's the dumbest calculation. I give you $100,000. You give me back $8,000 a year. My cash on cash is 8%. My cash I get on the cash that I gave, simple 8% a year. Simple enough. Now, how do we use the cash on cash? Is it important or not? So the answer is it really depends. As with most of these metrics, none of these metrics we're going to be talking about are objectively this is the most important one or or this is more important than that. It, it's about it's about measuring the deal and measuring what to expect with the deal for purposes of assessing it against other deals and also for how it fits into your personal financial and life plans if you need extra cash flow for example you're not making enough money yet or you um, you borrowed money let's say to invest and therefore you need some you want the investment to cover so you need cash flow to cover the the debt servicing on that loan so then cash on cash doesn't matter how much matters Again, the more the better obviously but there's usually a trade-off in these things Right, you can go back and, and check out our discussion on the topic of there's no free lunch on Wall Street. The, the second factor uh, of why cash on cash matters is it's usually a good indication of is a deal, it answers really the question, of is a deal cash flowing from day one? If you're coming into a deal where there's no cash flow from day one, that means usually that it's higher risk. More things need to happen for you to be profitable. You know, if something goes wrong and and you're just relying on savings to cover it or, you know, usually what happens is you'll set aside money from the beginning of a deal to cover those types of expenses, but you don't have any additional cash flow to draw off of. If you're going into a situation where you have uh, an 8%, 10% cash flow and you set aside money for, for capital expenditures and value adds, so if stuff goes wrong, if if you need to make extra payments, so you can always lower the cash flow to the investor side and use that money to make improvements. We've been in deals like that. We were in a deal one time where midway through the deal there was an amazing opportunity to perform an extra level of renovation and increase energy efficiency in a building and at that point the debt had been tapped out. There was no additional equity to pull out of the building and there was the capital account was was also it wasn't going to come out of there. There's too much money, and it was too big a risk to drain that account beyond a certain point. But because there's was very strong cash flow, the decision by management was made to suspend distributions for two quarters, use that cash flow to introduce those energy efficiencies, and then thereby – well, first of all, the plan was, and the way it played out was, is once the energy efficiencies were in place for a number of years, the state would reimburse the cost or at least a large portion of the cost, so the money would come back just later. And by increasing energy efficiency, we lower the net operating income, which raises the value of the building. We'll get into that dynamic later. But basically, by suspending a distribution for two quarters, management was able to increase the profitability of the deal by 18%. That's not bad. If the deal is paying out 8% a year, so you lose 2% in your cash flow, and you get back 1% of it later on, so you're only really losing 1% of your cash flow for an 18% boost in property value, or I should say boost in equity, that's pretty good. Uh, but that you can only do if you have cash flow. If you don't have cash flow, you're much tighter. You couldn't have done that if there wasn't cash flow in play- place. Now, it should be noted that there are sometimes deals where there is no cash on cash from day one. There may be a year or two. But the reason is, is there actually is free cash flow inside the deal. There is The deal is producing money, but all that money is being redirected into a value add. That is a play which I which I, we've seen, uh, and in those situations, um, you're in a bit of a bit stronger place than the scenario we described earlier, where you don't really have sufficient funds to cover at all. In that case, you, you're instead of drawing off the investors and the owners of the building hands from day one to do improvements, you actually have a lot of extra cash flow, and you're just pouring all that money back in the business. It's kind of like, you know, Amazon in the early days. When Amazon wasn't profitable because all their profit, they kept pouring back into the business and building out the business of Amazon and AWS et cetera. And it took many years for Amazon to show a profit because they were constantly reinvesting in the company. The same thing with these type of properties. They're producing a lot of free cash flow. They actually are producing a lot of money. But you're reinvesting that in the building to create greater value in the long term. So, again, cash on cash is your money out divided by your money in. It's a very raw number. Is it important? Again, depends on your personal needs and depends on the reason behind it. Sometimes it's indicative of a deal that's starting off very weak. Sometimes it's indicative of a deal that you're not taking money from the operate from the owners of the building, from the investors in the building from the beginning. One has to determine why there is no cash on cash and invest carefully. All right, so that ends our discussion on cash on cash. Thanks so much. And we'll catch you in the next one. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something of value. If you've gained from this podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a five-star review. If you feel that I haven't earned that five-star review, please reach out and let me know how we can earn your recommendation. Until next time, I'm David Prell, and thank you again for joining me today on the Think Wealthy podcast sponsored by YDLP Investments. We'll